Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Road, the Ramble Series podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me today, of course, is Dom. We have a special returning guest host, Mr. Zip. You guest hosted with Bob, I believe, on a First Blood episode. It was First Blood, and then actually I did the review for Last Blood, the whole movie, when it came out, which I think was it me and you? I'm pretty sure that was me and you. I did somebody's podcast about it. It was probably (laughs) mine. We've done quite a few shows together, so I just don't remember every episode we've done together. I went and saw the movie alone at the theater. That's why I remember it, because I needed to see it to to do the recording. Zip is somebody that used to podcast on the No Redeeming Quality podcast, and it's a podcast that I listen to all the time. I was one of those ones Mm -hmm. that I listened to every episode that you ever did, and I was legit. You're a trooper. I was legit sad when you guys hung up the gloves, so to speak. You're, you're semi-retired. You've teased that you might do a bonus episode here or there with Bob. Is that true? Yeah, we're working on some non-podcasting projects. And if we did it again, it would be a different format. It would probably be more like a live stream because I just don't want to edit anymore. It's a, it's, it's a new era of podcasting. Zip, we're going to get to our Rambo talk after we get through the Frank segment because that's at the point now where <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's even listening to the ramble parts anymore. They definitely don't. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was an early adopter of the Frank segment. I was a little skeptical at first it's, because it did. It's what pulls start, you it, in. Yeah. I was like, you're spending a lot of time dedicated to, <laughs> which I don't think I know anything that Frank Stallone did except staying alive. Right. That was his. Probably better off though. <laughs> yeah. Not like I didn't even know he was in tombstone. I had no idea that was him. Granted, he's in, what, one Five half seconds. of a scene or something, but... No, the way he talks about it, he acts like he starred in the film, but yes. He... Yeah. <laughs> it's something funny I did just because I was feeling like a schmuck. If you go to Google and ask Google, does Frank Stallone have a brother? It'll tell you that it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I thought, oh, we got some news on that, by the way. And you're going to learn some stuff about oh, Frank no. today that I learned for the first time. We are a Ramble podcast, but I don't think there's any other podcast out there that has given the information and the commentary that we have given on Frank Stallone's life. You are going to end up on his radar if you keep doing this. He is going to figure out. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke Frank. (laughs) He's going to find out. We try to be unbiased, but we have to comment. We are basically just verbalizing the comments. Instead of writing on his Instagram comments, we're just verbalizing the comments on our form. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest way I can say it. I was howling. I think it was last episode or two episodes ago. He was at a birthday party and y'all were like, is he going to talk about going to the gym? And almost immediately he was, I was at the gym getting a pump in. He releases so much stuff in the two week period between our recordings. I can't get everything. And I really have to, I cipher through every photo and video to really the proper content for people to listen to on the podcast. (laughs) He did do a gym one. It's pretty redundant. So I didn't put it in. But he did say that his voice is back. He mentioned that again. Oh, good. I, I, yeah. That's what I was worried about. I, yeah. need his, <laughs> I need him to keep singing. His voice is back. Okay. All right. So without further ado. And here's another segment of Frank Stallone. Who is this guy? Oh, what? <laughs> so, well, Zip, why don't you explain what you're looking at for the audience? Is this him dressed up like a sheriff? Is that him? That's him. Yeah, he's in a sheriff's outfit. Yes, he is dressed up with a gun. That that, so that's a dedicated. He's got a a tie holder and everything. Yeah, so (laughs) it looks like it's he's in his room at at his house, and this is obviously not a real (laughs) sheriff's outfit. It's for movie prop or some something. Now this is Oklahoma, so who knows? So he says here, Oklahoma sheriff. That's right. He goes, "I'm coming, you Okies, not Okies." 
Okies. I'm coming for you, Wokies, not Okies. Okay. Now he says, hashtag Oklahoma, a hashtag sheriff. People are asking, are you preparing for Tulsa King? No, I don't know. I went to his IMDb. There's no indication that he's on Tulsa King, but we're going to get to that. There's going to be some contradictory, believe it or not, information regarding Frank and what film he's on. Oh, my God. Okay. So the next photo is a close up of Frank's face. You ever see Sopranos? The Sopranos? <laughs> Uncle yeah. Junior? Yeah, that's right. He's got he's the, Tom, the Tom Clancy reading glasses on. <laughs> that's right. These are prop glasses. These are not glasses that he would wear, where per se these are movie glasses. But would this be, if you didn't know, would this be something you'd think Frank wouldn't wear? Because I would actually believe that Frank would wear those. <laughs> those are some <laughs> thick rims. Yeah, they don't look too bad on him, in all fairness. But yeah, they are that Uncle Junior type thickness to the rim of the glasses. But he wrote here... A hitman in the making at hmm. Tulsa King. Yeah, he he, hashed, yeah, he did at Tulsa King, the official Tulsa King website. So first picture was him in a sheriff's outfit. You know, as we know, Tulsa King takes place in Oklahoma. So he hashtag Oklahoma. But now the next picture is him as a hitman. Hashtag or at Tulsa King. So which one is it? It's confusing. Mm. I'm a little bit confused. Was uh, he gonna... in the first season of Tulsa King? No. Bob watched it and he had a term for it. He called it a dad show or something. It's oh, no, it's great. Yeah. It's I'm not just speaking as a so you're a dad, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. see that tracks. <laughs> yeah. So here we got a picture of uh, the Stain Alive days, the 1980s. Frank is in his. What would you call that? Zipper leather jacket? It's, it's almost like, almost like, uh, Eddie, it's almost like an Eddie Murphy suit. <laughs> I like the leather with nothing on underneath it. That cannot yeah. be a comfortable it's skin sensation. Something very uncomfortable about seeing that, too. Like him. He's also got a young Jay Leno thing going on with it. Ooh, head. he does got a young Jay Leno. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, maybe it's just the chin. He <laughs> says here, what a grand time in my life at Staying Alive Film. So this is during the Staying Alive uh, promos mm. and when he was big on the charts. Now he's carrying a a crate, a mini crate of mini cola drinks, like shot glass version size of cola bottles. Yeah. So either either Frank is, for whatever reason, 100 feet tall in this picture, or <laughs> this is a miniature Coke. I don't know if that's a real Coke product in that bottle or if it's just a prop. What, what's your guess? Hmm. I've, I've actually never seen Stig Alive. Is that a plot device? Is that a part of it the Ooh, little coke bottles uh, no. what was the first film called the state of life was the sequel right saturday night fever saturday night fever yes yeah, so state of life was right. the sequel that was directed by his brother sly so sly directed the state of life yeah we got more for we got more stuff coming up for staying alive you'll see so anyways that, i just thought that was a fun little picture there now we're getting to some of the meat here folks this was just a tease that's just some appetizer pictures okay <laughs> so now we got frank this is the frank we I say we all love, but this is, this is yeah, this is Frank with his love. And they're beautiful gals. They're just there's no way around it. They're gorgeous girls. But this is what he says here. He goes with my beautiful nieces. How lucky can an uncle be? I'm very blessed. Are those are those Sylvester's kids. Yes. Yes. So I don't know why it's creepy because <laughs> if, imagine if all three of them were like I don't want to say whatever kind of thing should or shouldn't be attractive, but imagine if they were all 230 pounds. It was hideous, just wrecked. Well, whatever. Or frumpy with... Would he still say this? He wouldn't say the protective because he wouldn't really need to be protective. <laughs> there would be nobody. And this is the part that I can't stand when this older generation does this. And I have a daughter, and I'm always very careful not to do this. But he says, they are good girls. I'm very protective of them. So my suggestion is to stay away, and you will live a healthy life. Oh, and no. I love the, 
<laughs> they can't co- have coitus or have boyfriends. But also, these girls look like they're in their 20s. These are young oh, women. They're older. And they're, I think the youngest yeah. is 21. Mm-hmm. I think they range from 21 yeah. to 26 or something like that. And Tom I'd be more worried here. about Sylvester coming after me than Frank. Well. That was my <laughs> main concern. You got to get through Frank first. You get through Frank, you get the fight sly. What's their mother's name, Jacqueline, that you guys Jack got Jennifer. in trouble for making fun of? <laughs> Which I wouldn't look her picture up. I was unfamiliar yeah. with her, and you were not would accurate. He... Nothing you guys said was wrong about her. But would so. he be saying this if they look like Jackie Stallone? <laughs> Is it real? <laughs> Oof. Oof. Okay. Sorry, Thomas brings up a good comment here. He goes, at Frank Stallone, so do you not want them to ever marry and start families of their own? Which is, that's mm. a valid comment. Like, that. what are you saying here? They, they can't leave the nest and have a life outside of the ad. It's a typical old school bravado. No one could touch these girls. I'm going to protect them from what? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, uh, James Heiser photography has got a, a take. Oh, what was it? You I saw that. that. He just said, like, Rambo's daughter's off limits for infinity. Rambo's not a real person. Yeah, so I just got a shot here. This is from Paula Trickery Official. She said, no wonder you stay in such great shape. Don't whis- don't mess with my girls. And Frank responds with, you mess with nieces, it will get dark. <laughs> Whoa. He says, Why is he talking like a caveman? <laughs> Fire bad. All right, this is a kind of a dumb photo, but just it shows that bravado part of him. He says he's in New York. He's one of those old style uh, New York cabs. He goes, yo, New York checker cab. I'm home in California now, so don't try anything funny. It could be too bad for you. He's coming in hot this time. He's Yeah, he's really a little aggressive this time. <laughs> it's always that chest thumping, a tough guy. He's in his 70s, right? He's an old man 73. at this point. Yeah. He looks good for 73. I'm not going to. Very insecure, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Okay. Don't look at the name. Just look at the picture. Don't look at the name. Try not to look at the name. Look at the picture. Have you ever seen this man before? Clearly, that is not Frank Stallone. No, that's not Frank Stallone. That is Frank and Sylvester's half brother. Oh, wow. There's another brother. There's another brother. He looks like he's my age. He's 26. (laughs) Yes. Wait a minute. So that was Jackie. Is this Jackie's kid? No, this is Frank Stallone Sr.'s son. He had this child with his fourth wife, Kathy Stallone. When Frank Stallone died in 2011 at the age of 80 or 90, he, he had sired this child who was 14 at the time of his father's death. This is Dante Stallone. What? Yeah, Dante Stallone. Frank and Sly's half brother by blood. Wow. My mind you is know, that, that, right that now. makes me think of recently Al Pacino and Robert De Niro had children at 80. And I'm mm-hmm. like, look, you, you just set that kid up to live without a father. Like, exactly. When that kid graduates high school, you'll be very dead. Mm-hmm. It's a very well, selfish not, thing. Yes and no. I agree that will happen because of their age. They're not going to see 100. So they'll never see their kids graduate high school. But they have also left money to the kid and to the wife and the wife's going to marry a younger guy. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. She just has to bury uh, Al Pacino and then she can, she'll run off with his will <laughs> and then get a younger guy. <laughs> Look, I, I would marry Al Pacino for his last 10 years to get his finances. <laughs> Wish Al Pacino was my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank uh, says this is my little bro- little brother uh, Dante Stallone at 238 pounds. He ate. And he he's benching 365 pounds now. He's getting he's getting what? Now he's getting, he's going to get shredded. I'm sorry about his grammar. I have a hard time reading it because mm. I read what he says. Types too fast. 
Yeah, I think he's just so anxious to get this picture out. Yeah. <laughs> you think Dante knew he was doing this? I would be a little embarrassed if. Okay, so I went to Dante's Instagram. This is what's crazy to me. This is typical Sly and Frank behavior. So this guy is by blood. It's their father's son. <laughs> Neither Frank or Sly follow him on Instagram. Is that How weird? much of a but... following does he have? What does he do? Is he like just a regular... He owns, he does own uh, some sort of store or shop called the St- uh, Celebrity Stallone Shop or something like that. Hmm. I, it's weird. But I thought this was, wasn't a very nice comment that somebody made on right here. Somebody said this was from uh, Katarina. She said he needs to work out on his abs. I'm 70 and I still have abs. But Dante came back with a good comeback. C- can you bench 375? <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good comeback from Dante Sloan. <laughs> Anyways, Dante coming in hot with a response. Wow. But so yeah, Dante Stallone. I don't know how many people I'm sure there's some Stallone nerds who knew this, but Frank and Sly have a biological half-brother named Dante who's 26 years old. It's like a 50-year difference. I forgot how much I missed New York. It's Is he gonna jump? <laughs> the Frank Stallone suicide video. <laughs> All right, you gotta play it again. Save your comments till after. Come on, we gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. Sorry. Oh, we should say yes. For our listeners only, we have a lot of just who listen. So Frank is panning over the New York City skyline from some sort of height. We don't know what building he's in, but he's doing it back and forth on his camera. This music playing in the background, I think it was inserted after the video. I think Alex probably put it in after the video. So here is what he's saying about New York. I forgot how much I miss New York. It's not what it used to be. It's still... Great city. There's something sexy about New York that LA. So he goes, There's something sexy about New York that LA lacks. Okay. Now that's I feel cool. like I'm in class right now with Dominic, and you told us we can't <laughs> laugh at stuff. I know. No, I want you, look, telling you not to laugh at Frank's uh, Instagram is near impossible. I do apologize. Okay. So he's gone on this. We've mentioned this on previous episodes of Frank, who is this guy. We've talked about his, we know he's a Republican and he hates what's happened to LA and to the American country in general. But this person here, I think we've talked about her before, but I'm not sure. Her name is Shaken with Lisa. This is what she had to say about the video we just saw was those people voted in are Americans just like you. You have a roof over your head, a fat bank account and a great family legacy. You're not dying of any illness and you have no obligations to a wife or children. You get to walk around in your fancy boots, work out in a nice gym, eat great food, drinking fine wine, promote gratitude, not politics. So boring. Oof. I don't understand what that has to do with the video he posted. Was it because he shouted out L.A.? I think within that video, he did comment. So, yeah, the problem with the videos is you can't see the comments. Let me just get to it real quick. It's like you have a great family legacy. You have a half brother who can bench 375 pounds. It's got to mean yeah. something, right? So, his write up on this was I really enjoyed my stay in New York, especially the village where I was staying. I really missed the humanity and the vibe ah, of the village. Los Angeles has become so lifeless and dull. You voted these people in, he continues. Don't Uh make the same mistake in 2024. Mm, I know New York has been destroyed by left-wing politics, so you have to catch New York in small glimpses of its glory. Yes, it's not what it used to be. Hopefully 2024 will shine a new light on this once great metropolis. There you go. Hashtag stop the steal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there you go. That's what spawned her comment on this. Her, Her comment a little bit more legit there. But he responds... 
He says, at Shaken with Lisa, you're popping J. You are, sorry, he spells your without the R E apostrophe. So you're a popping J who is uninformed. You know nothing about me, and you probably voted for these rancid creatures that have ruined every city in the nation. Tell me one good thing they've done. You're pretty brave behind that keyboard. Why not go mix a drink for me? Can someone Google that, please? Um, I'm going to yeah. Google that one. Hold on. Thank you. Was it Don, wasn't it Frank that said he's not a misogynist? Or- a vain or conceited person, especially one who dresses or behaves extravagantly. Isn't that literally Frank? Read that first part again. Is that literally what Frank is? A vain or conceited person, especially one who dresses or behaves extravagantly. Somebody probably called him a Poppin' Jay, and he's like, I'm going to use that. (laughs) He never got over it. (laughs) What the hell is that? (laughs) Unreal. He projects That one's in my vocabulary now. I can't wait to toss that at somebody. (laughs) He's just always looking for a fight. Now, somebody God, Frank, use the right version of your... Oh, no. Yeah, you're going to have to just accept it. He, he does it the whole time. So somebody mentioned all the things that Democrats have been guilty of. And his name was Dumb Red Hat in, in the comment section, which is obviously referring to the Red Hat, right? That's the right. guy's name. He says, at Dumb Red Hat, you're just a vessel of knowledge. You cut and pasted from the fake news. Clinton getting a Hummer in the Oval Office. Yeah, Epstein Island, 20... 20- Epstein Island 27 times. Joe Biden accused of sniffing children. Yeah, come on, let's be honest. Joe Biden was not accused. We have it on camera. Let's we have pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> let's be fair. Let's be fair. To be fair, I have seen the sniffing. I've seen it on camera. My father-in-law still brings up the Clinton getting oral sex in the Oval Office and when he was up here a couple months ago. And I was like, that was 25 years ago. You have to move on someday. And Frank goes on to say, I don't know about the red hat, but the first word is all you referring to dumb so there you go that is uh are you guys okay do we need to take a break we okay because we have more frank i told you this is a big week we've just started i'm ready for it okay i'm ready for now now frank what he did on his instagram this week as well he put in a jerry garcia clip yeah this is probably in the early 90s probably when rap was really becoming quite popular and big in the late 80s early 90s so this is what garcia has to say about rap because while rap is not music that's how he starts off here Rap is not music for one thing. It isn't music. You know, it's, it's talking. That's what it says. Rap. Rap means talking. It's not music. It's talking in meter. It's got rhyme. It's got. It has meter. It has rhythm. It's not music. Okay. I'm going to get to some of the comments here. Now, I'm a rock and roll metal guy. I get it. And even maybe when I was a teenager at the time, the rap started really hit it big. I naively thought that rap wasn't talent in that. It's actually, it's very difficult to do. Anyone who thinks that rap is easy, my challenge is always give me a rap song. Do it. The ability to put together a string of words that rhyme, and that whole song is rhyming Mm -hmm. lyrics. Rap is actually very difficult. And to rap the way, I've got some samples coming up here. So to rap is actually very difficult. Now, there's some really crappy rock and roll music. This is what I don't like about this rap versus rock argument is that both sides of the fence has crappy artists and both sides Mm -hmm. of the fence have people who are very good at what they do i'm not a big country guy but for me to say that there are country artists who can't sing and play their instruments would be a lie i'm not a big death metal guy but for me to say these guys can't play their instruments is wrong so this guy named kid vinyl says the genre he claims is not music is the number one music right now you have snoop dogg eminem dr dre tupac outsold grateful dead has ever sold an album sales let's talk about that jerry of course frank had to respond he goes Yes, 
200,000 people would show up to impromptu concerts. Yes, they sold millions of records. Is that how you judge talent by record sales? What does that have to do with music? Van Gogh never sold a painting, but at the last auction, it went for yes. over $200 million. These rappers will be forgotten, not the dead that go to eternity. The Grateful Dead, they go to eternity. So I would say the average person knows about the Grateful Dead from the ice cream flavor more than anything. <laughs> yeah. Charlie yeah. Garcia. Of course, Frank's 73 years old. I get it. But there's more. There's more. Somebody else chimes in. They said here, these are great lyricists like Naz, Jay-Z, Common. He mentions all of these great lyric writers with a few others who could easily, what you're saying, Frank, if we were talking about mumble rappers, which don't truly speak or any real message, rapping off beat on purpose, now that's different. For those who tend to forget those pioneers who are still alive producing music and only paying attention to the new crop is missing out. Frank responds to this. It says, they are not great lyricists. It's hollow with no imagination. Then he mentions people he thinks are great lyric writers are like, Bernie Topin, Paul Simon, Hal David, Sammy Kahn, Lawrence Hart, Ira Gersh. Their lyric. Their lyric. One, their one, one lyric. Their lyric <laughs> will live forever because they real heart and soul. Mm. Boy, Frank must have been angry when he was writing because he's missing a lot of grammar and mistypings. He, he was very busy on his Instagram this week commenting. There's more. This is There's what more. happens when you're this old and you don't have children. You have plenty of time to <laughs> come in here and argue with bodybuilding. I just looked up Phil Heath. He's a bodybuilder. <laughs> oh, good for him. Somebody says here, rap crap started with poetry reading and grew into a mess of depravity, says Jane Scroggins. And Frank Sloan like that. He goes, yeah, bad poetry. But then the Bradman 24 says, I guess if the rapper were just speaking the words of rap, he would be correct. But as soon as the rapper uses intonation, it becomes a form of singing, which is technically a type of music. Then add a beat and any backing music, it's clearly music. And you don't have to be on loads of psychedelics to enjoy it. So he's throwing the idea that a lot of the Grateful Dead fans are always high, and he's not wrong. So Frank goes, you mean music they steal and sample? Do they play an instrument? Music theory? Stupid moronic lyrics from clowns that can barely wow. read what they're going to tell me. So Frank Stallone's never – he's never listened to a rap song. We could honestly say that, right? He's never given anything a chance. Well, yeah, I don't think so. I, I'm going to have to say he, he wrote Barley Read instead of Barely Read. As he's yeah, oh, did he write barley? That's, yeah, wrote that's, barley. As in, good catch. <laughs> he goes. Frank goes on to say that poetry to whom a generation that can barley he did read it again. Yeah, so I, I thought you'd like this. He does two grammatical errors in this. The irony here is he's calling out people's grammar, and, and he can't fourth, spell. Yeah, he, and he can't spell or do proper grammar. So I'm you know what? For a minute, I was thinking like he was maybe because some older people like talk into their phone. But the barley oh, thing, yeah. it conf it confirms that he's writing it because it wouldn't come out barley. So he can't spell confirmed. <laughs> Poetry to whom a generation that can barley read at a fourth grade level when you're, well, that's Y-O-U-R, a senior. Oh, that's really bothering me. Yeah. Okay, there's more. Now, he goes on to say, the Franks are pushing people's buttons. Love it, says Red Eye Sweeper. And Frank says, yes, with stupid, uninformed people with a fourth grade reading comp makes it more fun. Jerry accomplished a lot. What did these ring ding eating pull trues do? Whoa. I'm afraid yeah. to look Come up a pull true. I know. I'm afraid. <laughs> Maybe he is I, an utter coward. Oh. Oh, he's pulling so out the words. He's popping Jake pull trues. So people that rap or defend rappers on his Instagram are cowards, according to Frank. See, again, that tough guy. That Why that makes you a coward? Because you have a different opinion? I don't understand, but... Okay. Ring dings. That's an actual so, thing. 
What oh, I've got here, boy. folks, just bear with me on this. I'm going to let this play through. I Hopefully it doesn't get blocked on YouTube. It shouldn't, but I'll just have to take care of it if it does. So if this gets blocked on YouTube, what I spliced together was I wanted to put Frank's money where his mouth was, okay? So he's saying that music that he listens and likes is greater than rap. So I thought I would have Frank versus Eminem. White versus white. White guy versus white guy. Keep it the same skin color. So white rapper. Yeah, to be fair, white rapper versus white rocker. And he's saying that his music is better than any kind of rap out there. And I also picked Frank's probably his biggest hit. Far From Over. Would you say that's probably his biggest radio Mm -hmm. hit? Okay. So here we go. It's Frank Stallone at the end of this round of music. I want the audience to decide who produced a better pump up type song. Rock versus rap. Frank versus Eminem. Here we go. It's not the best video, but you'll get to see what I did here. Uh, you get you get an idea. One shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. One moment, did you capture? Just let it slip. Yo. You put me down and say I'm going nowhere. I am down, but I am far from over. In the music, the moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance. Only because once in a lifetime, you better so. All right. Now, what we just experienced was Frank. And his number one hit versus Eminem, and this is one of his many. What one of those songs has an Oscar win? Could you guess which one it is? <laughs> can, can I get back to you on that? I'm at the Google. I'm at yeah. the Google. <laughs> oh man, I know. Okay, all right. Now we got some more stuff here, folks. So here is Frank wearing those glasses again. Now he Ooh. says, "Now see, this is what I don't understand." He tagged Tulsa King on the previous picture when he was wearing those glasses. He's wearing them again. But now we're getting too mm-hmm. deep to what he's filming. He was on the set of a film called The Birth of the Black Underworld. He says here in 83 films, I always played the bad guy and I love it. I wonder how much he has to get into character for, for every time he plays the bad guy. <laughs> you don't have to. He just listens to some rap music. Him. They just walked around and filmed him on set. So I actually have a clip from the – I don't know what it's up with this film. I feel bad for the PR guys who are doing this film because finding a clip of, uh, of the trailer was hard to find. So somebody filmed – the trailer premiere with their cell camera. So that's Frank all I can Stallone. Find. Frank so Stallone go. filmed it. Why would you want that to be hard to find? So here it is. Here is a, a snippet of the movie that Frank is in. And uh, right, we're Dom, I'm telling you right now, if oh, this comes mind. out, Sorry. we're gonna we're gonna review this. So far in this world, and that's just the way it is. So I want you to keep doing what you're doing and do what the fuck I tell you. Capish. All right, a little snippet there. I think it's an older era film, right? Like a he said capiche in this clip, and he, yeah. So Frank Stone playing a bad guy in some sort I of like black the way, mafia. I like the way the person filming it is not only bootlegging it, but they're going back and forth. They're not even paying attention to the screen at times. <laughs> I think they're trying to show the crowd that was at this event. It was like a Q and A with the directors and cast. 
Gotcha. Um, so there you go. There's the Frank clip from the film. It was called, oh, so, what was it called again? So let me go back. I forgot already. Birth of the Black Underworld. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, when he showed that picture of himself, apparently, I tried to find the comments, but I think Frank and Alex deleted them all. But apparently, a lot of people were making fun of Frank and his age, which I think is actually not good. I, I am anti-ageism, but Frank's going to respond to those people. This is Frank Stallone. Just got done a wonderful workout with my training partner, Alex. We did biceps, forearms, triceps. I know I'm a little white. Of course, there are some smart asses on Instagram saying, I'm an old man, yeah, this and this. And they look like they're 25. But here's the difference. I've been 25. You ain't been 73. So let's see how you look in 48 years, something like that. But that's near to say they're just a bunch of toadstools. They're a bunch of toadstools. <laughs> Yo, his insults are the best, though. Toadstool. Zip, can you Google toadstool? What that could mean as an insult, please? I know it's a mushroom, so it's... Yeah. But I just want to know why that's used as an insult. But the most important thing is stay healthy. My breathing is coming back. Oh, go ahead. An unpleasant or unattractive person. You could also use toadfish <laughs> as an insult. So he knows what he's doing with his insults. He's calling them unattractive yeah. people. He's got a book of insults, Frank. Fat back. I, Don't forget that. He back. thought he was doing the movie Birth of a Nation, and that's why he showed up. <laughs> he thought it was the sequel. Uh, he thought we were doing a remake. <laughs> I really like that film. Uh, sorry, Dom, I forgot. He actually mentions his voice in this video. I apologize. We missed it. I'm going to go back to it. Underneath the, the roar of the engine of the car that he's standing yeah. next to. It's near to say they're just a bunch of toadstools. But the most important thing is stay healthy. My breathing is coming back. I am so fortunate and so blessed. And listen, if you want to get a good workout, you get in touch with the trainer, Alex. He'll get you. He'll get you where you want to go. <laughs> I'm just going to give his first name so you know nothing else about it. <laughs> oh, all right. You got to find Alex. a personal trainer named Alex <laughs> somewhere in North America. But why has Frank been sick this long? What is he fighting <laughs> like why is he just getting his voice back he just getting his breathing back what is that what does that even mean of keeping up with frank a couple weeks ago wasn't he at the mayo clinic yes he was yeah. he may be yeah. sick we think it might have been for cosmetic that's one of the reasons why you can visit there is uh, cosmetic. yeah he didn't say why he was there but his voice is back so he's now this work gets confusing again now we're back to him being in the sheriff outfit uh, he says had a wonderful day on the set today as oklahoma sheriff donnelly hot as heck today but that's showbiz and people are saying that this might be a character in tulsa king but imdb does not state that he just hashtags oklahoma just, again but why else would he be dressed up like a sheriff on a know. set for a, an oklahoma themed thing if it's not but tulsa I, king? I, mean, I think he's gone dressed up to the gun range like that though just on no, no he's on set you can see the crew behind him. yeah like, he's, oh he is on set okay yeah, yeah you can see there's a cameraman back there <laughs> Last picture, folks. Last picture. Here's Frank with just uh, looking happy, smiling, his beautiful smile, wearing the shades, wearing a white cowboy hat, white cowboy shirt. He says, be happy and proud to be American. Donald Trump 2024. There you go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Hey guys, if you're confused which way politically where he swung, he's making it. Then he's here. also an American exclamation point U.S. at Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the thing that he hashtag at Donald Trump underscore 2024, it's actually a Donald Trump fan site. <laughs> oh, it's not even really Donald oh, Trump. Yeah. That's the best. He just, he just did at the Donald, whatever the first thing that came up. 
Oh, okay. So there you go. That is our Frank Stallone. I love it. It's the outro. So I, I do have one thing about Frank Stallone before we yes, move please. on. Because I figure this is a good a place to ask. It may have been a dream that I had, oh. <laughs> but I swear I saw a movie or something that had famous. It was like a, a support group for people who had famous brothers. And Frank Stallone was one of the people there. And I oh, looked wow. it up and I cannot find it. Because hmm. I don't support think it was group. Frank Stallone himself. It was like the main character of the story was the, uh, the a famous brother. And he went to a support group for people who were like famous brothers. And Frank Stallone was there. So if you're listening to this and it's a thing... Just, just let me know. I don't remember if it was a movie or a TV show mm. or a sketch or something. I wonder if it was a sketch or maybe even did he ever pop up on that show Entourage or anything like that? Because no, no he it, never it was. Right? Been, no. It could have been like from Funny or Die or mm. College Humor. Are you sure it was I, a I really Celebrity Rehab know. or something? Or God, I, I and that's the thing. I may just be misremembering it. But I, the reason I went and looked it up was I just know Frank Stallone doesn't have much of a sense of humor about himself. Right, and I was right. curious if it was actually Frank Stallone or if they had an actor do it. And, and then I couldn't find an anything about it. Yeah. wonder if it was like an SNL sketch or something. Yeah, because I went and looked up his 83 movies he's been in and he wasn't on there. <laughs> that concludes another episode of Frank Stallone. Who is this guy? <laughs> you can make your own show about I love it. Stallone. I, I, he's such an egomaniac. Tell him it's a fan show and then let him figure it out as he's watching. No, we can't. We may just repost it, not even looking at it, saying, look, people made a fan show about Frank Stallone. Yeah, I know. Are you, what are you worried he'll block you? I'm not worried about that. I've got, I've got other accounts. I always you've got, you've got, you've got, we got Frank Stallone burn accounts. You know what, though? He's the kind of guy who, if he sees one of these... He's so vain that he's going to watch them all. He's he's going to. Yeah. He's going to see what we say about him. <laughs> he may I mean, have look, already seen them. Sue. It's on no. Instagram. It's public crap. Yeah. I mean, you sue me for what? <laughs> sue me for what? No, you, no, I actually wonder about that. No, but there's a lot of podcasts that talk about celebrities and they yeah. give their opinions on it. You're allowed to talk about yeah. celebrities. Sorry. If they're, in the, the, they're in like the stuff. public domain. Yeah. If yeah. you're a celebrity, you're famous. So yeah. Keeping up with Dante Stallone. Yeah, I, I went to go name. look at Dante Stallone's Instagram, and unfortunately, it's uh, private, so I can't. Okay, so before we move on, we do have an email from Simon D. Simon, thank you so much. It sent us an email, folks. We haven't gotten very many lately or at all recently. Thank you, Simon, for breaking that streak. Simon says, I don't know if you've seen the, this image or covered it, but why would you post a selfie where you look cripplingly bored or depressed? Now, it's a really bad photo. I don't know how to share it with you. Actually, I do know how to share it with you guys. You do need to see this photo. So I'm just oh, it's not this one? This. No, oh, there's okay. a photo here. Oh, my email. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> do you see that? Do you see that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like shit. <laughs> he, looks, he looks beat up. Oh, my here. God. He looks so like he's carved out of wood. <laughs> black now, eyes I, is hung over a haircut look he just rolled out of bed yeah i'm not sure why he posted this it might not be from his official site because it, it says you're frank dot stallone i don't think that's his official Ooh. instagram I, I think there actually is a fake frank instagram how low can you go to have a fake frank stallone <laughs> instagram. To be frank stallone. <laughs> what are you getting wow. out of that I, because I've seen in some of the comments people talking about the fake account. 
So there is a fake account out there. So I don't think that's it. Obviously, that's not his real account. So it goes on to say here, why would you post a selfie where you look cripplingly bored or depressed? Simon goes on to say, by the way, thanks for the content. I've been catching up on your Rambo episodes after the Rocky show. I broke my foot. I kickboxing a few days ago. So my mood was similar to that of the Frank Stolen image. Looking forward to more Last Blood episodes. I find the film decent. Not as bad as the reviews made it. I read the review in Empire Magazine and The Guardian, and they barely reviewed the film, just commented on the politics. Talk about Mexico and the U.S. president at the time and right-wing fantasy, lazy journalism, as could have been copied from an 80s review of Rambo, but with the presidents and locations changed. Thanks for all the work and wishing you all very well, Simon. So thanks, Simon. Appreciate the feedback on that. And you're right. I think on this show, at the very least, we're never lazy about our reviews. Okay. Just want to welcome everyone who is joining us live right now. We've got a handful of people with us, Dom. Yes. Got a nice little audience nice. going. I think people dropped off when the Frank segment ended. People left. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I guess we just got to do a Frank podcast. Can you imagine? That's it. It's just a Frank podcast. I like how much I was saying before. It just slowly is taking over the whole podcast. There's going to be just a five-minute Rambo segment at the end. I, like I said before, this is the last season. There is no more mm-hmm. Rambo films. Unless another Rambo film gets released, this is the last season. So the further we go into the film or the faster we go through the film, the season ends. And I mm-hmm. will not do a standalone frank podcast so it, <laughs> when the rabble coverage ends yeah i, I can't keep the, doing frank yeah. the the way you're covering frank stallone this is the perfect way to do it yeah thank mm-hmm. you because okay yeah are you okay, gonna so, stop whenever you stop last blood are yeah you, i that's mean i guess idea. whenever your next project is you can't shoehorn in frank no we won't shoot over frank okay we're gonna stop when frank's dead Oh, okay. <laughs> all right zip before we get into our scene here with ramble five what's your background on the fifth ramble film I actually enjoyed it. It was one of those movies where I, when I was done with it, I was like, I bet everybody hates this and I loved it. And I don't want to be one of those people that changes their opinion just to go with the flow. I would put it probably in the middle. My least favorite is Rambo 3 just because it's boring. Obviously can't compete with 1 and 2. And then Ram- John Rambo just holds a special place in my heart because I went with my writing partner, Bob, when it came out in theaters. And we were just looking at each other in the theater being like, this is ridiculous. This is insanity. <laughs> what is this? But I enjoyed this. My main criticism is I wish that he had at the end, to jump ahead a little bit, sure. I wish that they had done a more concrete death. As it's panning out and the rocking chair is rocking, I think it would have been more suited for it because it's five acts for it to have been like, obviously, the chair stops rocking or he slumps out and it implies he's dead. Because where does the story go from here? He's already very old. Are you going to do another one of these where he's even older? But other than that, I enjoyed it. I thought it was just what I was looking for in a Rambo film. And you had already mentioned what some people considered problematic about it. And I actually had a significant fight with a friend about it because he said I was racist for enjoying it so much because of the depictions of Mexicans. And I stand by my opinion. It's the Mexican border and you're dealing with human trafficking. Are these people supposed to be road scholars? Who would the adversaries be? If you're dealing with organized crime on the Arizona-Mexico border, I just didn't feel it was like that outlandish. Now, maybe everyone's going to call me a racist for that. Now, if they were like in New England and they had it all be these shoehorn in these Mexican adversaries, maybe sure. But it's it's in Mexico. Who else would they be? But (laughs) 
No, I enjoyed it. I call these angry dude movies. It's just a dude's angry. He's got a mission. He's trying to get the girl back. And then he gets her back and then they come after him. And it's like the tunnels and the booby traps and stuff. I thought it was fun. So when you listened to our first episode, yes. of season five, you were unaware. Were you totally were you caught off guard by our coverage? I was caught off guard by it. I, I don't see movies more than once. I just I have the attention span of a goldfish, so it's very hard for me to watch things more than once usually. So when y'all were talking about the horse rescue scene, I was in the car and I was thinking, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? I don't remember that <laughs> at all. And then you were talking about, oh, this is the non theatrical cut. No, I have not seen. The, so yeah, so I've not seen the director's story. cut. So some yeah. of this may be. Now, I agree with your your assessment of that scene. I think that would have been very needed to show that he's more assimilated in his community and he's actually caring about other people and maybe just a little bit more background information on it. It sounds like they put a lot of effort into a scene to cut it out. So right. I don't know what the point right. of that is. Who overrules Stallone in these movies. Cool. The studio. It's always the studio. It's the people it's always paying the studio. The, yes, I just assumed at paying. this point he's the financers. Oh, because oh, okay. think about the studio puts up their money. It's not Stallone. He's not putting out. You know, he's the Rocky Bell or Balboa Productions is part of that finance, so he has some money in it. But he wouldn't put in all the money in it. So there's a risk for him too. I don't know. It's weird. All right. So now we got uh, Ramble. He's walking into the kitchen again. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. How did you sleep? Pretty good. Mm. I didn't see Gabby's car. She called. She's fine, John. She's San Antonio's. I was hoping she'd help you ride that new ball face stallion. She liked that horse. Turns a great turner. Yeah. She'd be a good trainer. She's got a way with horses. What do you think? Oh, maybe. But she's going to college. You think she wants to smell like horses all the time like you? Of course, we're getting a little bit of a family dynamic background. Gabri Gabrielle is going to college. She's a college age. She's probably 18 to 20. And Rambo is feeling, oh, she's leaving. He's trying to he's trying to think of something to do to make her stay. But of course, the grandmother is no. She's going to college, Rambo. She's going to college. She doesn't want to stick around the horse all the time, just like what you're doing. She has a life to live outside of this farm. It just dawned on me. They're both single. Why aren't they? Why are they a couple? She's probably <laughs> younger than him, actually. <laughs> this I like how he holds his utensils like a caveman. Yeah. Very. <laughs> he just starts stabbing her. <laughs> I wanted to trade horses. <laughs> I told you. Now, so these are some in- now, Rambo- intricate tunnels as far as yeah, what so he Rambo's was able working to do around himself. These- yeah, did he? I guess he built these himself. Did he build this under the farm? That's he'd have to have an industrial. He'd have to, he had to rent equipment or something from the city and right. bring it in. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> he just did oh, yeah. one oh, shovel, yeah. him and one shovel. <laughs> Actually, I saw this YouTube video recently of this woman apparently who did it by herself. She's building tunnels under her house really? and showing how much work she's doing to do it. So, quite amazing, but yeah, it's like all the equipment she did it like from the plumbing that you need to do because you go down the water line to the cement you have to pour to all this stuff. So yeah, Rambo, over the years, he could have easily done it. So fair enough. It implies that he's been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. It's a long time to chip away at it. Now, you mentioned David Morale didn't like that he's in the tunnels. And personally, I think when you're the creator of the character, you have like veto rights. If that's what he thinks, then that's what he thinks. Right. But was it ever implied that Rambo was claustrophobic 
in the no and i swear there was something regarding tunnels in the book i read like he, his he, book it implies he that he was like a cave that he went he's in okay, caves he's okay yeah like he explored caves i think in yeah. the book I'd have to go back. I think I have it yeah. on a PDF file. I'll do a control F search for caves or tunnels, see what comes up. Because I feel like Rambo wasn't adverse to tunnels. So he actually found safe. That's why he builds him down here. He feels safe down here. This yeah. is like his safe space. To me, mm. weird men and tunnels, it just it goes hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going around with a blue light, just checking. He's just is he just checking the structure to make sure everything's holding okay? Is that what he's is it like a safety check? Maybe he's paranoid. Always. He's changing light bulbs, I guess. A little bit of maintenance in the tunnels. <laughs> Why is he acting a little spooked and weird about it, though? He's checking Trouble. the wiring. There's some leak going on here. Oh, yeah, he's doing some home repair. One nail. That's all it takes. All right. He's in the tunnels. He's getting some flashback. PTSD from the storm. So we're hearing the voices of the, the couple over here. Have you seen my wife? So we're going to see some flashbacks here, folks. We'll, we'll explain what we see in just a second here. So we're getting some of this real life footage. Don, we've talked about this with the program. <laughs> yeah, this is the best thing when they do this. It's just it makes the movie such a feel good movie when they show the real life footage. So yeah, we've got Rambo now PTSD mode inside the tunnels, thinking about the war, thinking about death, and we're gonna see intercut. We're gonna see real footage of death and mayhem in the in the real world because that's why we go to the theater because we want to watch real Vietnam <laughs> footage. So we heard the voices there. Did you get the two voices? General who was that? West Merlin. Have you heard of that person? Yeah, he was the supreme commander of the American forces in Vietnam. So Lyndon Johnson was the president at the time. So he says, make no mistake about it. We're going to win. We're going to win, which, they, of course, they, we officially didn't win. The Americans did not win that war. Then General West Westmoreland, he counter, counterdicts that same by saying, I can assure you that militarily... This strategy will not su su succeed. Of course, that was the war that Rambo was a part of. It did not succeed. Now we have the third film in a row where we see Rambo forging. If you count the deleted scene from part three, forging right. a blade. In the forging room. <laughs> Just making <laughs> weapons of death. He's making, making weapons. <laughs> Why? Why is he doing this right now? I got to do more forging. So fast, folks. <laughs> I'm making a knife for General Westmoreland. <laughs> yeah, I think he's still alive somewhere. So now we get to see Gabriella. She's gonna come, of course, to be a cute little girl. Then this is Uncle John. She refers to him as. Hey. Afternoon. Did you finish breaking out the horses? Yeah, pretty much. What you working on? You know what this is. Many got you know how many people I killed. You got to be Rambo's really bad at conversations. <laughs> he spent a, a good chunk of his life living in the middle of nowhere by himself. He is forging something that he put in the water to cool it down. So she goes, "What are you working on?" But he now picks up a smaller knife that's finished and completed. And says, "Do you know what this is?" And she goes, "She answers correctly. A small knife. It is a small knife." A small knife. No, it's Damascus steel. It's a letter opener I made for when you go away to college. And I'm going to add on these white handles. Letter opener. 
okay it's a small knife and it's a big ass letter opener <laughs> yeah it's it's either it's either or however you want to look at it for a letter opener it can kill somebody that's a legit weapon <laughs> It's also a boomer moment because who gives a college student a letter opener these days? <laughs> Do you see the kind of steel that was again? You know what this is? A small knife. No, it's Damascus steel. It's a... What's so great about Damascus steel? Let me ask Google. Okay. All right. So he says it's a letter opener and he's going to put white handles on it. Letter opener I made for when you go away to college. And I will add on these white handles. Letter opener. That'd be beautiful on your desk. Mm. I hate to break it to you, but nobody writes letters anymore. <laughs> it's a forged steel of the blades of swords smithed in the Near East from ingots of Wootz steel, either imported from southern India. How did he get hands on that kind of steel? I just called my Indian contact. <laughs> I'm part Indian, remember? <laughs> no, different Indian, dude. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I understand the Rambo, the plays, but the Rambo, the character, has it's been a long time since he's been to college, but he must be aware that kids aren't sitting at their desks anymore opening up letters. <laughs> Is he completely unaware of that? It's a nice gift, but he thinks she's actually going to use it. It's going to look good on your desk. Kids will be jealous. They can use it to keep the boys away. I've got actually my letter opener right here. It's oh, it's much smaller. He's giving it to her with a second meaning so she could stab somebody oh, yeah. i just like the idea of a rambo sitcom where because he's trying to like progress and evolve as a human here so i would like it like i just picture that a comedic sitcom where he's having his outburst and but then he like makes her a knife he's trying to bond with her how big is this tunnel area this is a forge <laughs> going on like, oh yeah that's like a full-on forge yeah that's like from the mandalorian that's yeah <laughs> you're gonna that's see the mandalorian forger in the yeah. background <laughs> This is the way. <laughs> we still haven't been told what he's working on, though. He still didn't tell us what he's actually working on. I'm, I actually want to know. Anyway. Okay. You gotta grease these hinges. I can help. Okay. How'd it go last night? Not that many people showed up to the party. Why not? Because of the rain. Grandma told me what happened last night. About the people who died. You okay? Mm. You know it's not your fault, right? Lots happened in the last 12 hours of this film's life. It's the flood, the rescue, those people are dead, the talk with the grandma, and then she found out, and everyone's like, it's not your fault, Rambo. Like, the, the, it seems like this has been an ongoing issue with him living there. Like, How often does he talk about all the people he couldn't save? I couldn't save, <laughs> I couldn't save Cole. I couldn't save Colonel Troutman. I couldn't save that guy who flew the helicopter. Uh, he definitely goes into the shoe shine story at least every couple of months. <laughs> Uncle John, do you want to talk about the, uh, <laughs> He saved the missionaries. He, he did. Some of, of them, them, yeah. Some of them, yeah, not of all them. of them. Some of them didn't make it, but yeah. <laughs> Sarah Michael made it, but yeah. I did try. There you go. He goes, I did try. Okay. There he's, yeah. he's starting to heal. He's starting to heal. He goes, you know what? I did try. Do you want to go ride? Crazy. I'm about to start college. I don't know why. I have no idea what I want to do yet. You wanted to do at my age? I wanted to kill people. <laughs> yeah, he. I think he joined at 17 or 18. Was, so yeah, was he, he drafted was, or did he enlist? He was drafted. I, I'm 90% sure he was drafted. Yeah. So he didn't have a choice. So. No. Yeah, I wanted to be a soldier. Oh, he oh, said he wanted to be a soldier. Okay. I, gotta, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like he was drafted. Or at the very least, of course, the draft was happening. One or the other. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. At my age? Even before your age. 
Did you like it? Yeah, some of the best friends I've ever had for a while. Uh, the shoe shine, <laughs> the shoe shine, and the orange. Do you think she knows what he did in Washington? I don't think State? she. I don't think she knows like, the extent. Knows anything? Yeah, you're right. That's a good question, Zip. You because know. Google exists. John Rabble, <laughs> uncle, you, you <laughs> blew up an town. entire town. Yeah, like. <laughs> That has to be in the <laughs> local paper because that had to make the news in that town. Like one day the town was a peaceful town, and all of a sudden you have this maniac blowing it. But all they the townspeople, to the sheriff just called. They called him a nom burnout. I, I don't believe the, that he would. I would consider him that. I like the idea that all the townspeople think he's like the lunatic, and they all talk about him. Oh, that's that guy that went crazy in that town. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, she might be unaware, just hasn't Googled him, his name, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, that would be a fun thing to, to watch her typing it and being like, oh, dear God. Who have you led into our life, Grandma? Yeah. It's going to be real quiet around here without you, he says. It's going to be real quiet around here without you asking all these questions. <laughs> I'm sure you'll survive. Yeah. Sun's setting. I only have about an hour left to arrive, okay? Why's that? I have to go to Antonia's. She's throwing this thing for the guys who are going to college in the fall. Why don't you invite them here? What? Bring them over here. Remember what happened last time? <laughs> what a ramble torture them. You know what I mean? He definitely choked somebody. He had to choke somebody. <laughs> so what's your intentions? You wouldn't be planning on raping her 50 times, would you? <laughs> Uncle John, Uncle John, stop. <laughs> stop saying it's that. It's a hard sell. It's a hard sell to invite boys that age over if you know that the father figure lives in a tunnel system he built himself <laughs> under the house. Builds, I, I builds would be, weapons yeah. under there. But it's just showing that, of course, Rambles, he knows guys. He's very, it's the it's like his daughter to him. So he's mm-hmm. trying to protect, and I get it. I'm a father too. I get it. You're like, ugh, you're going to a party. A bunch of guys are going to college. If they're here, at least I can watch them, so to speak, or be around if you need help. You freak them out. Why? Because you wouldn't stop staring at them. No, no. Yeah, I do that sometimes, but it's not intentional. Have you given your daughters a letter opener yet? <laughs> no, she's she's too <laughs> young. Not old enough. She's young. Yeah, yeah, she's not. <laughs> Thank you, but Antonia's got it covered. We're just gonna have it there, okay? Show them the tunnels. What? Show them the tunnels. Show them what I'm you capable of. <laughs> like basically, show them what I'm capable of. <laughs> Why is he telling her to show them the tunnels? And she's supposed to say, You don't let anyone go in the tunnels. Boys love tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> it is an odd thing for him to want them to see. It's all he's got. He has nothing you think else. It's, uh, you, do you think it's like desperation just that he wants her to be there? Maybe they'll think it's cool because they'll see because he has all his weapons and medals on display. Maybe he'll think the guys will think it's cool. Right. Anybody go in the tunnels? No, but. They're your friends, so they're welcome. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, show them the tunnels. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, I'm really going to miss riding with you. <laughs> I'm going to miss riding with you, too. Oh, it's a good thing she's just going to college, and she'll come back when she's done. Yeah, yeah nothing fine. bad could possibly happen to her. She's oh. <laughs> good. So they're going to the tunnels. I, I find this part really odd that I well, say slide that Rambo opened up literally his home to these strangers to walk around and look at this mausoleum of tunnels and <laughs> creepiness and weapons. And is he going to be in the shadows? Just watching. 
he's letting them down there without supervision. It is odd, but I guess that was his way of getting them there and not at the party. And then Maria says that music is horrible. We just talked about I think Frank broke the scene too. I yeah, think Frank. Frank. I want Frank just in the corner with his arms crossed, staring at them, listening to the music. <laughs> yeah, Frank. If her mom could hear, do you like that music? And then is her, the mom her, dead? Yes. I don't think yeah. we hear hi, uh, how sorry, but uh, yeah, she's dead. So the grandmother raised her with, with Rambo. Rambo raised her too. Oof. <laughs> But the rebel says he could get used to the music. To be fair, rebel has gone through some extreme torture. So this is nothing compared to being electrocuted, <laughs> leeches. I could get used to it. I hope she's having a good time. You never let me in the tunnels. Hmm? No, you never let me in your tunnels. You got to do an eye for an eye. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. But I want to use a virgin, right? Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this. He was in the books, yeah, he was a virgin. Yeah. A frustrated version. You really want to go in? I'll take you on a guided tour. That's what Ooh. she said. Ow! And then she goes, "No, thank you. Too dirty, boy. This is like a double entendre here yeah. type dialogue." Yeah. No, thank you. Too dirty. This is that. <laughs> I'll sit down in his dad's rocking chair. So he's much happier that the party's being held here. This is a great place for a party, baby. Not right now, okay? I have a lot on my mind. I understand. All right. Draw that? Yeah, I drew that actually when I was you 10 years old. That's a masterpiece. Oh. Who's that? Buddy just wants to mac out, eh? This is cool. <laughs> so let's have Coitus down here in the tunnels here, Uncle's Tunnels. <laughs> and she gets a text just in time, saved by the text. Giselle? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Tell me everything. Okay. She just got a phone call, I believe, if I remember correctly, right? It was that friend from Mexico who's right. helping try to find the dad. The it's dad, right. The mom's, the mom's out of the picture, but the dad's living down there. I just so remembered that plot point that she was looking yeah. for her father. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why she goes to Mexico in the first place. That's right. So Giselle's her contact down in Mexico for some information. Looks like the group is leaving now. I think she stays behind. Gabrielle. Yeah? What are you doing down here? All of your friends have left. They made a big mess, so I'm just cleaning up. So how did it go? What a lame party. <laughs> Such a weird... <laughs> I feel like, like he basically just let them have a party in the forge. There's some beer there, napkins, maybe some pizza boxes. It's such an odd... I, I guess it could be worse. The forge. You've had a party in the forge? No, I would. I went forge. What forge? I <laughs> Do you have tunnels? Zip. <laughs> <laughs> So she didn't go to the party after party, which is oh, it's funny that Ramble's saying, Oh, come you're not going to the other party. <laughs> I like it's just odd. He's he would let her go to the later party, but I, yeah. Everyone had a good time. They kept asking me why my uncle built these tunnels. That's a fair question. <laughs> yeah, really, why did your uncle build these tunnels? <laughs> and yeah, so he's about to say, What did you say? I'm curious what she said too. Let's see what she said. <laughs> he's an absolute psycho. I said that you like digging and you're a little crazy. That's a fair assessment. Okay, that's what he says. It's <laughs> a fair. That's fair enough. I wish you would just like mumble some of the answers. I need to talk to you about something, and I just want you to have an open mind about it. Uh oh, here we go. Mm. I need to go to Mexico. 
let me tell you a story about these missionaries who went to Burma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he should have told her that story, honestly. Now, I'm going to tell them what I told you. <laughs> it always comes back to it. <laughs> these Mexicans <laughs> 50 times. Why would you want to do that? Because I found my father. Oh, boy. My friend Giselle, who lives there, she used to live here. Do you remember her? So she lived on the farm too. Interesting. Okay. I asked her for a favor and she found him. He lives in a town near hers. Uncle John, I have to do this. He should have just went with her to begin with. Right. He should have said, fine. You want to go talk to your dad? I'm coming with you. That's the halfway point. You want to go down? We're going down together. No, it's the plot that like the fact that she goes alone that what happens is because he wasn't there. But if he was there the whole time, right. you would think she wouldn't have been kidnapped and all that stuff, but spoiler. I need to hear it from him. I need to understand why he would just do that. Because he's not a good man. Can't be that simple. It is. Uncle John, I've heard the stories. I know you've been through a lot, but my world is a lot different from yours. No, it's not. It's worse. No, it's not. Mm. People don't just act bad for no reason. There's, There's no reason for a man to throw his family away. He's lucky he has one. Why are you getting so mad? Because you All right. Some triggering points here. So their father was there for him. We've never been left to believe that he abandoned him. Did we? Did he? No, I don't think so. No. I think so, Rambo just so, left for the army organically. Yeah. yeah. Fucked his whole life up, basically. Yeah. But he's saying here, yeah, the family's the most important thing. And that's why he feels strongly about that. And as a you know, old school man, he's like, this guy abandoned you. He's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Don't go searching for him. You're, it's a bad place and he's a bad man. His response is fair. I would feel very uncomfortable having my daughter go down to Mexico to find someone that right. abandoned her. I'd be like, mm, mm-hmm. even if you find them, that, what's he going to say? Yeah, I'm an idiot father. This is the first time in the movie, too, that you see that Rambo anger come out, I think, right? Yeah. You don't know how bad it is. I know how black a man's heart can be. There's nothing good out there, Gabriel. Maybe he's changed. Men like that don't change. It only gets worse. You can't change who you are, Gabriel. Basically, same conversation. <laughs> you changed. Everybody can change. Yeah, you can change. If I could yeah, change, I can change. Just intercut that scene. I love you. I want to live my wife, my kid at home. Wait, Sylvester's wrong movie. Oh, I heard the word change. I got change. Trigger, you know, change. I could change. I'm a change. I'm just trying to keep a lid on it every day. Uncle John, I need you to trust me. I need you to know that I'm going to make good decisions. I can't control what's out there. You can't just protect me forever. As long as I'm around, he's never going to hurt you again. No one is. You said you did what you thought was right and left at 17 and nobody stopped you. I wish they had. Ooh. That's very interesting. Right there. I wish they had. I was only 17. I thought I knew better. That's great. That's a great little write-up there. See, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious why this movie is so hated. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I didn't understand it. The hate it got. Because it got a I lot thought, of hate. They treat right. it like Rocky Five. Well, a lot of people were just mad he doesn't have the the, the Rambo hair. That, that's <laughs> my biggest complaint. And I say it as a joke, but not. I think aesthetically, people would have just visualized the film more like a Rambo film. How do you just kept yeah. his hair maybe in a ponytail or something? It's I, supposed to be that he's like civilized again. 
He was before he left. If you think about it, when he left at 17, he was probably a short-haired kid, or at least he was when he joined the Army. So now he's just gone back to that 1960s look that he had before he left. That's probably what it's like. He's back home now. He's a civilian. He's not in the military. He's not hiding in the jungle. So to Mm -hmm. to argue a little bit, he's not a warrior. He goes to the supermarket and gets stuff for the farm. Like He's not Rambo anymore. That's how I look at it, to defend it a little bit, that Mm -hmm. he's not Rambo. He's now John Rambo. He's living in a town. He works on a farm. He's not killing people from Burma and Vietnam and Russian soldiers. Gabriel, I care for you like a daughter. I know you want answers. Just wait a little while. Grow up a little bit. Would you do that for me, please? All right. I think he believes her. All right, so we're going to stop it there. Okay, so there you go. So what do you think of that? Not a lot of action this episode, Zip. I'm sorry. Uh, this is a <laughs> drama yeah, moment. I was hoping to see the tunnel mutilations that come later. <laughs> or when he beats, a little bit he, later. He beats up a bunch of people with a hammer in the, in the yeah. brothel, right? Yeah, that's this mm-hmm. one. Yes, yes, that is this one. Pulls <laughs> out a guy's clavicle. I do remember later in the movie when he finally has the last guy to kill. It was like in the theater. I was like, oh, God, he hasn't killed anybody with bow and arrow yet. That's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, that knife that he used at the end is, I believe it's called the Heartstopper. That's the nickname of the knife there. So, happily right. named. A very aptly named. So, there you go. Zip, how did you uh, enjoy your your time on season five of the. I, it's a long- I was going to say, I love Frank Stallone. I learned some new insults. I'm going to call somebody a Poppin' Jay. Poppin' Jay. And was it Toadstool? Toadstool. It was what? Toadstool. We learned about Dante, how he's doing. Yeah, other we brother a lot today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So Tim brought up a good no, point. He I... says Frank stole the action this episode. I know. Should we do Frank last or first? I... <laughs> it's we. It's no, you know what? We've opened Pandora's box with the Frank stole. It, it can't be sealed anymore. Whatever happens now, Brian keeps saying, "Oh, we're not going to do a full blown Frank Stallone podcast." And then in two months, we'll be doing a full blown. We have a Frank Stallone podcast network. What you can start. What you can start doing is in addition to making fun of him on social media, as he said, the aforementioned. 83 movies he's not ever like in the full movie he's always like a, one, a two-bit character right. just do what you do here but just with his scene all these yeah. probably oh, dog shit movies that he does oh i can't i, I do want to see i know that, that i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on the theater opening day to see birth of the black underworld um <laughs> We get a copy of that. We should just review Frank Stallone's movies, even if he's in a small role in it. And we'll just, <laughs> the when whole he comes movie, up, yeah. we'll do the whole movie, and then when he pops up, we'll just we'll acknowledge it. <laughs> I can't, man. Eighty-three films. Oh man, the Frank Stallone film podcast. Can you imagine that podcast? And it's it's like Mardi Gras that whenever you get the the slice of the king cake with the baby in it, it's good luck. Whoever the guest is that's there for the Frank Stallone, it's good luck for a year. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, that's everything. Though. Send us an email. Join our socials. It's, check out our show notes for all the socials and how you can support me on Patreon. Uh, how, what, what Patreon gives you is early releases of this unedited stream. goes through the patrons, and uh, you're also supporting the software that I use to edit and stream. It's not free. It's not cheap, so I appreciate the support to those who do that for the show. So thank you very much. But with that, this episode is over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my podcast. You asked me. I didn't ask you. 